Hey, the world's full of fantastic music. Each month, we explore an album of significance, its roots, how it makes us feel, and then banter about its influence and staying power. Join us on our journey as we dissect, discuss, and discover some of the world's greatest albums on The Sonic Collective. Hello, everyone out there in Sonic Collective land. It's me, Scott G., introducing our pick for April 2022. I'm joined, as always, by my fellow collectivists, Scott C., Darren, and Alan. Our regular listeners know we're wrapping up a round of soul albums. We moved back and forth through the genre, listening to some classics, uh, a modern homage to the classics, and contemporary electronic fusion. Uh, I decided to bring us a taste of what's called Blue-Eyed Soul, and that landed us with Van Morrison's sixth album, St. Dominic's Preview, released in 1972. As always, I'm going to reserve my thoughts for last, and instead, we'll kick it over to my esteemed Darren, who I'm sure has some interesting tidbits for us about <laughs> the album to go along with his listening experience. Yeah, uh, what do you think, I, Darren? Yeah, yeah. You've always set me up that uh, I have to have interesting facts now. Yes. Yeah, no, that's pressure. Okay. I usually like to try and pressure. find a few things. Like, Well, that's a, the fun part of the journey, really, right, is just diving in and yeah we all do the wikipedia thing but then you just kind of google some other stories see some other reviews and just learn a, a little bit more about the album um yeah uh van morrison obviously was familiar with him i, I never in my head uh and this will come up a little bit it, it would have put him in a soul category i, I know the term blue-eyed soul but struggle a little bit with it i get it uh but yeah so that's okay he definitely he is very influenced and has soul, uh, basically melodies and, and uses a lot of soul elements all through his stuff. And, and yeah, that boy can sing for sure. Um, but yeah, jo George Ivan Morrison, he was born in Belfast, Ireland, which, you know what? I didn't actually know that off the top of my head. For some reason, I always thought he was American. Um, that's, there's my ignorance after all these years. I, I admit I did not know he was from Ireland. And then I also found out, uh, that he was in a band called Them, uh, way early on his career, and they are the original writers of the song Gloria. G-L-O-R-I, Gloria. So that has been done. I think Patti Smith's version to me is my favorite, but many bands have done that. And uh, yeah, I did not realize that was also him. That was one of his first big hits uh, was that song and obviously made more popular by other bands uh, than, the, than them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, as mentioned, you know, I struggle a bit with the soul, but I literally took this right from the description in uh, Wikipedia, but they say rock, R&B, folk, blues, soul, Celtic, jazz, soft rock, country, gospel, and Americana uh, is what they actually had as listing. So that really shows you that, you know, how many uh, influences he had. Obviously, an incredible musician and uh, very talented, can play everything. Um, you know, yeah, Celtic soul is one term that's also been put to him. So I I kind of like that as a, I mean, obviously use that soul structure. Um, yeah, you know, again, I'm struggling. Does that make him a soul artist? I'm not sure personally. Uh, I would never put it. I never even would have thought of him in this category in a million years. But anyway, that's fine. It's, it's okay, Scott. No big deal. Uh, but, um, yeah, so this was the sixth album. It actually was the highest charting album he had up until just fairly recently in 2008. Uh, Keep It Simple was an album he released that finally beat that, which I was surprised because I know Moondance and uh, I'm forgetting his first album's name. Is it just self-titled? Um, no, it's like some weird name. 
Anyway, his very first album that had Brown Eyed Girl on it. Um, obviously, everybody knows that song from Van Morrison. If you don't, you should probably, you probably wouldn't be listening to this because you wouldn't have any interest in music if you don't know Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. Um, he was, he was lucky. His dad actually brought albums back from the States. Apparently he had a job in, uh, Detroit, that area in, in Michigan. And, uh, we worked there for a bit and then came back to Ireland, but took all these soul albums back. So he had like Ray Charles, Lead Betty, uh, uh, Lead Belly, sorry, uh, lots of blues albums, Muddy Waters, Charlie Parker. Um, so he, that's how he grew up listening these albums so there's no denying that the soul influence maybe even more blues it seemed like a lot a lot more blues but they're all kind of kind of mixing and uh, soul was really just kind of a reinterpretation of blues and maybe a little more pop structure in there uh yeah okay i'll i'll stop kind of rambling on and save the rest for my scores but why don't i throw it over to scott Coates and see what he thought all the way across the pond in thailand Hey, thanks, Darren, and everyone else. I am staring at the Mekong River, which feels about as far away from Van Morrison as one could almost be, yet the music would completely suit this setting and situation. You know, my feelings on it just lump into a feeling about an entire package, and I always wax about album length. This album length is perfect, and it really just made me think about I feel like the days of the album are long behind us. And you listen to this and the pace of each song, the way it flows, you realize every song on this album is where it is on the album because it's meant to be consumed song by song. Like starting out with Jackie Wilson said, I mean, Van Morrison can get an entire room of people dancing. Van Morrison can get an entire room of people crying and commiserating. And this album, to me, just really takes you through the, the whole experience. I think, Scott Gregory, you picked this knowing that I had considered picking Astral Weeks by Van Morrison a few years ago when I discovered that, and I was incredibly knocked out by that album. And I, I can't believe somehow I never heard this album. So I don't really have too many standout tracks per se like jackie wilson said again kind of reminded me of gloria just in that like i've heard it dancing i think i played it as a dj in calgary at bars way back in the day but gypsy's great i'll be there is great i mean i really like redwood redwood tree i mean there's only seven songs here but every song to me is just fantastic he is one of the all-time greatest singers um you know he hits all the notes slow soulful danceable atmospheric soul almost bluegrass i think what darren you said it was americana or something so yeah for me this no pun intended but really does hit all the notes of a great album i wouldn't have thought of van morrison as soul but you know then i listened to it with the context of thinking soul and you're like yeah, this album is jam-packed full of soul. So, I mean, I completely enjoyed it, start to finish. Great pick, Scott Gregory. Thanks a ton. Sorry, I had to unmute there. Thanks, guys. All right, yeah. Um, I think I'm with you on this not really feeling like a soul album. Uh, no jabs at you, Scott Gregory, but, uh, you know, I was, I guess I was primed to, uh, to expect more of a pure expression of soul. And I think my definition of soul is personally probably biased more towards like the black artists of the Southern United States. But I mean, I'll admit that that could just be my own limited awareness of the genre as a whole, um, 
you know, but from the sounds of it, I don't think I'm alone in, in thinking that based on what, uh, Darren and Scott Coates have said. So, you know, I guess it's all up for debate. It's all subjective, but I can certifiably say that Van Morrison sings very soulfully and with a lot of conviction. I think on this album, for me, the vocals are really the standout, uh, you know, on all of the tracks, just he's, he exercises some amazing dynamic range. There's a lot of power in his voice. It's just really rich. There's a lot of depth and texture. Um, apparently he's widely considered by a lot of rock historians to be, um, one of the most unusual and influential vocalists in the history of rock and roll. Uh, one critic said, quote, no white man sings like Van Morrison. So I don't know. Um, yeah. And I, like you guys was quite surprised to find out <laughs> this dude's from Northern Ireland. I did not expect that. Uh, cause he doesn't, he's one of those guys who doesn't really sing with an accent. Um, I also really liked the guitar, uh, on this album. It just kind of goes along really nicely with his voice. I think those two instruments are very complimentary. Um, as far as standout tracks for me, I really, really liked, uh, the song Jackie Wilson said, I think apparently they nailed that song in one take in the studio, which is really impressive. Um, yeah, by far my favorite track of this album. I think that's that's the one track I think I'm probably going to come back and revisit from time to time. Uh, the other one, which might surprise some longtime listeners, uh, I actually did like Almost Independence Day, despite it being 10 minutes long and a slow song, which historically I am not a fan of either of those things. But I don't know, there was just something... Um, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's just a very, I guess, stream of consciousness type of song. I, I think, uh, some critics have described it as, as that, but it doesn't sound like a jam band, uh, you know, just kind of noodling or whatever. It's, it, it's just a really long song and there's a lot of, I'm going to use the word soul again. Maybe this is a soul album. <laughs> Scott just gave me the shrug. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, all of the uh, all of the songs were pretty good. I guess Redwood Tree I guess, it would be the other song that I, uh, I tended to enjoy the most. One song I really didn't like is called Listen to the Lion. And that is an 11-minute long song. Not a fan of that one. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Really good pick. I don't think I would have uh, ever checked this album out if it hadn't been one of the albums up for review with the Sonic Collective. So, uh, you know, I'm still kind of on the fence as to whether or not this would qualify as a soul album, but I think perhaps maybe I just need to um, broaden my definition of soul. Over to you, Scott. It was your pick. Let's hear what you have to say. Yeah, so definitely uh, I had a problem believing that he's Irish too. He does sound, to me, he sounds very Southern rock American. Uh, and, and yeah, he's a bit of a wild card. Like you said there, Darren, this is like eight different genres. I really could have picked this album for any single genre that we, uh, decided to, to rock through. So I'm playing it a little early. Um, I could have gone with something a bit more pure, you know, when it comes to soul, 
Uh, and even in the context of Blue-Eyed Soul, I could have gone with someone like an Everly Brothers or a Holland Oates, who who stick a little more closely to to those sounds. And I like both of them, right? But but I did like that this was a little different, and that there's some mashup here. I like, especially in the '60s and '70s, when there was so much not only crossing between genres, but people in different genres were singing each other's songs across genres, and that and you can hear the different voices com- coming in. That really appeals to me. And that's what really drew me to, to this album. Um, overall, I really appreciated Van's vocal range uh, and his experimenting within and between songs. You can tell just by that list uh, of genres how much he's going far afield, right? And just the depth of his lyrics. But, you know, I got to admit, he did lose me a couple times. It was the 70s. Uh, I came out of that decade at the age of five. Uh but there's there's going to be references there. I'm just not going to get. And that's okay. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting that there are only seven albums or seven tracks on this album. And that two of them make up half the playtime of the entire thing. It's like you get three songs and then the other half of that A side is one entire song and then two and one on the B side. But I do agree with Scott that even with that limited number of songs, it's very much a crafted experience album wise. Everything is placed with intent and it does take you on a journey. I think the sequencing was perfect. Uh, and I almost wish I had a record player so I could add in flipping the album between sides just to get that momentary break. Um, from a song's perspective, uh, I did like Jackie Wilson said, it's very upbeat, had a strong horn section, very whimsical and playful, and, and just makes a great start to that album. I got like a Billy Joel feel to it in, in some ways. Uh, and, and I'm going to wind up a couple times comparing Van to, to other artists, but I have a feeling like I'm checking dates on when people did what, and I think the influence might be in reverse here, and that's Van, who's actually influencing some of these later uh, artists. Uh, because almost Independence Day, I loved it, but every time the song would start, I'd start humming like, So you think you can tell, heaven from hell. Listen to the guitar on that track again, now thinking about Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd, and you'll never be able to unhear it. I got that, too. It's funny you said yeah. that. I definitely picked that up, too. I'm like, you lifted that, guys. And by the way, Van did it first. So I don't know if he lifted it from someone before them, but 100%. I would, Van, you're still around. He's still touring. Actually, I checked. Uh, get those royalties. Pink Floyd owes you some money, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, the Lion, listen to The Lion. Like you said, it was a stream of consciousness type song. I don't think I like stream of consciousness type songs. Like, don't listen it, to the lion. <laughs> no, it, it it could have the lion could have quit six minutes early, and I don't think a lot would have been taken away from that song. You know, it. I mean, some people like listening to it. Uh, I could listen to November Rain by Guns N' Roses, you know, for days at a time and never get tired of how long that song is. So. Some people are going to like listen to the lion and it's not going to bother them there. 
Uh, I was surprised, Darren. Uh, I'll be there. It's uh, It's got this slower tempo bluesy feel to it uh, with this soulful horn solo that comes through in the middle. And, and we've talked about how I just don't get blues most of the time. It just doesn't really poke me anywhere good, right? But with that pia- piano fading in and out, you know, with the intensity overall of the song, it, it is probably my favorite track on the album. Uh yeah, which is considering because the blues usually ain't my bag, baby. But today on that track, it is. So yeah, that was my overall impressions. Let's let's get into some scores, and we're going to start with Scott and see how you uh, how you ran the numbers. I love these conversations. You know, I I just listened to a bunch of Pink Floyd driving in rural Thailand the last couple of days, and wish you were here. Like, wow, I never would have gotten that, but you're absolutely right. And you know, this album is 50 years old. Like somehow I was born in 73. I know 72 is a long time ago, but to think this album's 50 years old and it still sounds good. Um, the scores are high for me influence. I'll give it a four and only a. F- it would have been a five, except that I discovered Astro weeks a few years ago. And I knew of course, you know, brown eyed girl and some of the Van Morrison hits, but hearing that album a couple of years ago made me realize, wow, this guy has some really deep, fantastic earlier music. Um, so it's a four, I, you know, I'm going to go and dive in now. I noticed there's into the music to honey moon dance, which I've heard wavelength. I think he has over 30 albums. So I'm going to go back and listen to some of these older albums again. Um, yeah. Recommend a five. I think if you're a, someone studying music or loves music, there's no question. You got to listen to some old Van Morrison in particular. And overall, I'll give it a 4.5. I'm not sure what was missing, but it's about as good as it gets to me. Really, really solid pick. Loved it. Go back to me now? Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be a bit of a poo-poo on the party here. I, I, I First of all, I love Van Morrison. I own several of the albums. Uh, the first one I was trying to remember, I looked it up while you are, while we're all talking. Blow, blow in your mind was with Brown Eyed Girl on it, his first album. Um, another quick story too is interesting. Uh, you were talking about how, how many people he's influenced or vice versa. There was a, an interesting story uh, that, uh, Bono from U2 cites him as one of his biggest influence. And actually six months before he's ready to write an album or something, he stops listening to Van Morrison because he knows he's just going to try and rip him off. So he, he has to stop listening to Van Morrison to get back his own sound because he loves his sound so much. I'm like, wow, that's an interesting compliment. Um, yeah, uh, um, yeah, another interesting t- thing too, he was actually going through troubles in his marriage. So, uh, this is one of the only albums that has no love based songs. So they're all about just life situations or other things, but not really about love, which he's been known for, for ballads and those types of slower songs. Um, as you know, I don't, I'm not the, similar to Alan, I'm not, I'm not big on a lot of slower albums. And this actually reminds me of the Almond Brothers for me. We reviewed them, uh, uh, live from Fillmore East. Is that right? Some, yeah. Um, and you know, obviously an incredible album, incredible band, and I respect them, but that, that album just didn't gel with me. And this one's almost a bit there. There's a couple tunes, but, um, I listen to a lot of music and I just even recently acquired a huge collection of 70 stuff and, um, I've been listening to it all the time. And to me, this was just kind of right in the middle. Now, I'm not saying it's not amazing, but it just didn't, didn't really float my boat personally. So, uh, anyway, for, so recommend, you know, especially, and I'm, I'm going to ding it a bit because it's in now this soul category. Please 
bear bear with me. If this was just a, a regular pick, I think the scores would probably be a, a bit higher, but I'm not ranking it on that. Um, so I'll recommend, I'm only doing a 2.5. I think this just kind of fits in the middle as a soul album. Uh, it's amazing what it is, but I think there's a lot more that would stand out uh, to, to me. Uh, influence, uh, obviously he's massively influential, but was this an influence on future soul and stuff? A little bit, but again, I just think it stands in the middle, 2.5, and I'm coming in overall at 2.5. This one, I, I get it. I like some of the songs, uh, but those uh, 11, 10-minute, and 6-minute ones, those songs kill me, man. Uh, yeah, I, I like it for a bit, and I'm like, well, that should have ended seven minutes ago so that's just me personally but anyway uh alan what do you think yeah thanks darren i think i'm uh, i'm with you there it's there's nothing fundamentally wrong about it but it's not like a mind-blowing album for me so i'm giving it scores kind of right down center field as well uh as far as influencing my personal taste go i'm giving it a 2.5 out of 5 i you know i he may have influenced people that i'm into but he's you know, his music's never really struck me one way or the other. Uh, would I recommend this album? I'd give it probably a three out of five. I think it's worth checking out, minus Listen to the Lion. Um, you know, I think there is something for everyone, particularly if uh, if you are into that whole singer-songwriter kind of genre. Because like I said, the guitar and vocal combo in this was solid. Um, and overall, I'm going to come in at a three, three out of five. I think it's... Uh, it's a reasonably decent album. Again, still on the fence as to whether or not it qualifies as a soul album, at least from my traditional sense of the word. But I'm open-minded and I'm willing to maybe reconsider my opinion of what constitutes a soul album. Yeah, so I'll jump in then. And I think I land a little bit closer with Scott here on this one. And, and by closer, I mean, we have identical scores. Uh, <laughs> I thought uh, it was just a really solid album. I could feel the influence on artists. Like I specifically went and checked to see who did it first on some of these riffs, some of these stylings and stuff like that. And Van was always ahead by like a good year or two. So, you know, I can see his influence going down the line that uh, the lion. <laughs> so that puts me at a four on that. Uh, and I'm going to recommend it out of five with the caveat that just with what Darren and Alan was saying, if you are looking for a more pure representation of blue eyed soul, then definitely go check out someone like the Everly brothers or Holland Oates. They're in the pocket for that. They're great, very highly esteemed in the industry. So, uh, check this one out because it's an amazing album, but for blue eyed soul, maybe go check those two out. If you're, if you're really wanting a more purist view on those things. Um, so off that influence four and recommend five, that puts me overall at a, a 4.5. I think this is a really solid album. Um, right. I mean, if he only had a 20-year career, this would be right in the middle of it, but the guy's been around for five decades, and he is literally still touring. So uh, I don't think, you know, they're going to wheel him off stage in a box at some point. But you his sixth album. <laughs> you think he's sick of Brown Eyed Girl by now? Oh Play Brown Eyed Girl! Play Brown Eyed Girl! <laughs> God I think he just turns like the uh, the hearing aid off at that you point. Know, and does what he wants on in, stage. In concerts, he's apparently a super grumpy bastard, and he stops shows when people start singing "Brown Eyed Girl." He hates it when people sing it. And he'll literally stop playing. <laughs> Sweet, he's got <laughs> nothing left funny. to prove. Yeah. His very limited time, he can he can do what he wants with it at this point. Oh, very nice. Huh? 
No. So, so Good that wraps like, us up. Great, great Thanks. artists. And I mean, love Van Morrison, even though I didn't score it that high. I mean, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, like that's the point. We try things out and, um, and we see, and sometimes it's just not in the pocket for us individually, but it's always good just to fill in that blank and find out, right. You, you taste the different types of music that are, that are out there. So I think that's, you know, that's the mission. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which that wraps up this round of the soul genre and we're moving back into, uh, an open category i believe do you have any hints for us darren or do we just I, have to wait i'd like to it is my pick um yeah i wasn't sure if we're gonna do a category or not I, i've been i've had a few directions but i actually have no idea what i'm gonna pick so uh it's gonna be a surprise even to me i think at minimum i mentioned it in this episode but i did just acquire a large collection of like a friend of my mother-in-law's uh, gave me 250 albums that were sealed in a box for four years uh and they're in fantastic shape and amazing lots of 80s and 70s stuff and it's a lot of fun and there's some really dynamite albums in there so i think i'm gonna pick from that that'll at least be my guide uh, but uh, i'm not sure yet um so so, yeah, you're going to have to wait and see, and I yeah. will have to do it in the next day or two because it's it's April 28th as we it's record turn this. Of the month. So, yeah, we, I've got only got a day and a half to really uh, get this uh, done and up. <laughs> yeah, I have tomorrow off, so this is going to be up tomorrow. So yeah. people are going to know that it's coming oh, and the okay. pressure will be um, on you. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> or wait, I guess I can wait till the start of the month. <laughs> all good all right well with that in mind uh thank you scott and alan and darren for joining me in this pick this month this has once again been the april 2022 uh offering from the sonic collective saint dominic's preview by van morrison uh check the site frequently uh, for uh articles and the next album that darren will announce shortly take care thanks for listening and exploring with us We'll be back real soon with another pick and critique of albums that matter here at the Sonic Collective.